Hello and welcome. I am Kim Keen, host of the One of a Kind You podcast. I started this podcast to share my journey of my past self, a woman who was struggling with leaving her teaching career and adjusting to stay-at-home mom life, to help other women with their motherhood journeys or their work-life balance journeys so they can let go, make themselves a priority without all the sacrificing. So if you're a regular listener of One of a Kind You, welcome back. I'm excited that you decided to check out another episode. But if you are new here, welcome, welcome. Thank you so much for stopping by to take a peek to see what this podcast is all about. And the way that it usually works is I share my journal entry from about five or six years ago when I was in the thick of the struggle and reflect on what I know now as a certified life coach. But today, have no fear, ladies, you do not have to listen to me babble alone. I have a special guest. Her name is Morgana Ray, and she is going to teach us all about her um, approach to financial alchemy. So I thought this would be amazing because she's going to teach us or share with us her insights on not just transforming our relationship with money, but what that looks like when we transform our relationship with money and how it impacts life. Um, and so we were just briefly chatting uh, before we hit record and we were mentioning how, you know, as humans, we really can suffer a whole lot, but when it comes to not sharing the suffering and the struggles with our kids, we will do a lot of fighting. So I'm so excited to hear what she has to say. Thank you, Morgana, so much for joining us. Oh, very happy to be here. Thank you. Yes. So you are an author um, and you have a book called um, Financial Alchemy. And so, um, oh, I love the title. I love it. And I love the cover. It's this woman like bathing and falling, money raining from the sky. That is me when I was a brunette. Oh, okay. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> so how did you start? Well, first I should say, is there anything else that I missed in the introduction that you might like to share with us? Oh, I have been a life and business coach for 28 years now. Wow. And I focus on money, A, because that was an area of my life that I was just a spectacular failure at. And I took every class, every class on like inner stuff, every class on marketing and sales, working with my coaches, all that. I was doing all of it and nothing, nothing was improving. Mm -hmm. And I kind of accidented into my solution and the results for me were so immediate. And I looked around and nobody was talking about anything like what I had been through. So mm -hmm. I would, I started sharing that mostly because I had all these clients and in my experience, money is the number one excuse we humans give for anything we can't have, do, or be. It's just, yeah. it is our first excuse. And so long, long, long before I was famous, world famous for all this money work, I had all these clients being human beings had money issues. So mm -hmm. I started applying what I had done to myself. I had started trying it out on them. And I really learned how to make this work for other people. So that's what I'm going to share with you today, because I think that economic empowerment is really critical for women. Yes, very much so. And, and, and especially as moms, you yes. know, we, we can't be looking to be saved. That mm -hmm. puts us in danger and our kids in danger. We don't want to pass on uh, our own money monster onto our children. And I do find that we women are ferocious yes. in, in what we, what lengths we will go to, to protect our kids. Yes. And I love, I love that about us. And it's such a great trick, honestly, 
for accessing our ability to transform dramatically. Mm -hmm. Yes. And so I think that's, um, that's the thing, you know, as moms, we're always like, you know, our kids, we do everything for our kids and we often lose sight of our own self because we do so much for our children. But I think the gift of having that ferocious, um, mama bear instinct is that we can take that and apply it to other areas of life. And we just don't necessarily see that or think to do that, but it's such a powerful force. Well, I find this in coaching because I find that, and I want to like share the journey and share the steps with you. And really, I hope affects as much breakthrough as we can get out of our teeny tiny time together. Yeah. Uh, but what I find is, so people get stuck. They get mm-hmm. stuck either in accessing the pain and, and, you know, you and I are in the personal development world. So there's this huge trend of, of law of attraction. And I'm friends yes. with all the people in the secret. In fact, I coach them on their relationship with money sometimes. And, you know, there's this whole like good vibes only and kind yes. of this fear of like the negative feelings, like the law of attraction police are going to punish you. And that has not been true to my life experience at all. What I teach is I call the process alchemy. It's trademarked as financial alchemy, but it's really alchemy. And yeah. and it's you and I were talking about Massachusetts. I went to Smith College, got my degree in religion a long time ago. So I, I tend to geek out on this stuff. But alchemy is the transmutation of leaden human experience into gold, mm-hmm. spiritual gold, material gold. So any trauma that you've been through, any challenge you are going through right now is actually gold. And it is so useful. It creates the tension that we need to to really light up our neurology getting all you know sciency here yes. to to rewire our response literally rewire our brain it's called neuroplasticity so mm-hmm. the polarity polarity is actually magical there's there's no leverage in the middle we want to create maximum polarity it's like a yes. slingshot and that's what catapults us into the transformation that we desire. So anything that is not working for you right now, any anxiety, frustration, shame, grief, anything that's not working for you right now is actually incredibly useful. Any trauma that you have in your background, no matter how many times you've healed it, seriously, we are such high functioning people. It's useful. You still get to milk it for value. You already paid the price with the pain. So you might as well get the benefit. And so what I've become very, very well known for is transforming relationship with money from this monster of scarcity, Mm -hmm. kind of like a bad boyfriend who tells you that you're not good enough. He's the best you'll ever get. So just shut up and be grateful and just makes you feel not good enough and, and powerless and helpless and maybe even frightened. And, and if you've had that relationship, I have, I'm sorry. And you get to use that experience for changing your relationship with money, as ridiculous as that may sound. And we change your relationship with money from this sort of monster into a partner who loves you and is worthy of your deepest trust and admiration. And that's when you change and your results change. My client Perry was at zero when she hired me. 
Really? Over the next three years, she made tens of millions of dollars. Wow. Uh, my client, Anna, made $1.2 million in the four months after I coached her last September. That's my client, incredible. Leslie, made $1.2 million within the next three days. So wow, things pop. But, and by the way, most people don't make millions. You know, it's usually right. more in the tens and hundreds of thousands. Yes. But which is just as great. I mean, which is wonderful. Thousands sounds really amazing. Yay. <laughs> yes. So a little background on me. I think I touched on how, how I got here. I never intended to be focusing on money. I was a religion major. You know, mm -hmm. I, I became a life coach because I love to help. Yeah. And, and I find things like love and self-worth and happiness and relationship and and saving the world way more fascinating. Yes. And I had my Smith College degree and half a dozen coaching certifications, master practitioner of neuro-linguistic programming and hypnosis and blah, blah, blah. Beautiful website, marketing tagline, mountains of celebrity testimonials because I started coaching in the entertainment industry. And this is 20 years ago great reputation, all these celebrity clients, all these testimonials, the website, the, the tagline, the logo, all of it, the public speaking. And I was living in Los Angeles and I was making $100 a month. Really? Really. And that was looking sketchy. Like that was going to wow. go away soon. So, wow. and I was doing everything. I was taking the classes. I was executing everything I was taught. I was working with my coach. I was doing everything he told me to do. And by the way, he was a fabulous coach. And I, it was getting to the point where I was taking classes that were telling me to do what I had already done. Yeah. So there, it got to a point where my results didn't make sense. And this is a really big thing. If you are doing everything that you are supposed to be doing, and we women, we're smart, we yes. know we work hard. And by the way, this is not just true of money. It's true of like love. It's true of health. It's whatever mm -hmm. it is. If you're doing everything you're supposed to be doing over and over and over again, and you are not seeing any progress, that is a sign. Based on my experience coaching thousands of people over decades, starting with myself, it is my experience that you are probably protecting yourself from the very thing you pursue and you are not crazy. You well, are that's good to know that we're not right? crazy. <laughs> that right <laughs> there makes everyone feel so much better that we're not crazy. Yeah, no, you're not a loser. You're not a failure. You have, there are always really good reasons mm -hmm. to protect yourself. Unfortunately, that protection may kill you too. Yes. You know, the stuff that worked for us as kids doesn't necessarily fit now. Mm -hmm. Just like, you know, the moms out there, you you have kids and their baby booties aren't going to fit fit them at 10. And it's yes, ridiculous to try to, to them. <laughs> no, but we can't, but we can't fit into who we yes. were. Which yeah, is it's a safe good thing. though. It's safe though. And I think that's why people hold on to it because it's familiar it's easier to stay there than it is to let it go and step into something that's not familiar into the unknown. Cause that can be scary. And at the same time, if you were to think of your favorite pair of shoes when you were five years old, cause I remember mine Yes. and um, you were to try to squeeze into that now. Yeah. It would be so uncomfortable. It would hurt. Yeah. yeah and it yeah. wouldn't work. So that's kind of, 
you know, things work until they don't. Yes. And that's, what's great about being human is we get to recognize it. Mm -hmm. So here I was struggling to make a hundred dollars a month. And I had just taken this class on overcoming sales objections because all these people said they wanted to hire me. And then they say, oh, but I can't afford you. or I don't have the time, blah, Mm -hmm. blah, blah. So I took a class on what to say. And I kid you not, seven people in a row, I overcame their objections. Yay. And none of them showed up and none of them paid. And that was when I completely lost my mind. I would have lost my mind too. And not just my mind. I just, I was so hurt. Yeah. And furious and hopeless. Yes. And I, I remember at that moment being in my teeny tiny little one bedroom apartment and in the bedroom and dragging clothes, those blackout drapes to crypt out the room and just getting on my bed and screaming and wailing, just raging mm-hmm. and crying and grieving. And I felt like the universe hated me, like, like it was this cruel joke that here I have this talent. I know what I'm here to do and I can't make a living doing it. Mm-hmm. What's the point of living? So yeah. I felt hated by the universe. I hated the universe back. And I just cried myself out. And I remember when I had just completely emptied myself of tears, getting curious, like, what is going on here? What is inside of me that can't be with money? Which was an odd thought because it never occurred to me before. I liked money and spending and being able to support myself like anybody, right? Who, and the next who day, doesn't like that? Right? Of course. But it's such a it's such a weird transactional angry relationship with money. It's like I wish you didn't exist, but I need you. Ugh. How would you feel if somebody said that to you? Ah, yeah. Ugh. So the next day, I had a, a session with my coach. I didn't have enough for rent, but I had a coach, which is crazy. After I told you all that you're not crazy, I was saying you, not me. <laughs> you're not crazy. <laughs> And I have to just say, say, you know, thank goodness I did because this next session is what saved my life and changed my life forever as I came to my coach in the worst place. And I'm this, I will do whatever it takes. I was hit by a car. I was in a coma. I was homeless my senior year of high school. And I still graduated with honors, sleeping on people's floors, borrowing cars to get to school. I will do whatever it takes. And when it still doesn't work, it's like, what do you want? It's so hard. So I showed up and I I was not in that resourceful place. Mm -hmm. And I just poured it all out for my coach. And anybody who's listening or watching who's a coach knows that, wow, we love that. We love that when our client comes to us in a mess, it gives us something to do. Yes. And he heard my despair and he asked me the weirdest question like unlike anything I'd ever heard before. And, and this, is, this is where you really want to lean in. So I've just poured out everything I'd done, all my despair, how angry and frustrated and hopeless I was, nothing worked. And he said to me, if your money was a person, who would your money be? Ooh, what a good crowd. Right? Oh, I just got goosebumps. <laughs> yeah. And because I was in so much pain, which means the person listening or watching right now who is in the most pain, you have a huge leg up, like you win. Because I was in so much pain, I saw who my money was in that moment, 
without any of my usual intellectual controlling, right? Mm -hmm. I just saw, I saw the guy. And in that moment, my money was this big, scary, dirty, violent biker who caused fights and was dangerous and terrified me. Like I knew, I knew that he would destroy me. It was all bad, nothing wrong with bikers, this one. And I had this moment of clarity of just seeing myself and this guy at a live event. And I would have my eye on him constantly to create maximum distance between us. And that was my big aha moment. That was the light bulb. Oh my God, no matter what I was doing, doing everything right, it didn't matter because every cell of my being was creating maximum distance on a subconscious level. Mm -hmm. And the subconscious always wins. Yes. So I took a look at this guy and I realized there was no way that I could have money on my, in my life if it was that guy. And I never, I never knew that I felt that way about money until I made it a person. Mm. Suddenly, for the first time in my life, my financial situation made perfect sense. Yeah. Of course, I wasn't going to let that person close mm -hmm. for good cause. Yeah. So I knew that I needed to get rid of the biker. I drew on decades of breaking up with bad boyfriends for that skill. These days, that's not what I recommend. After mm -hmm. coaching thousands of people and seeing what works best, now I'm like, be bloody, annihilate, you know, eviscerate, leave no bloody bits, make it completely gone as uh -huh. dramatic, you know, atom bomb, lightsaber, flamethrower, sulfuric acid, whatever. You're, you are choosing yourself over this monster. And I'll get back to that when I walk you through the steps. Uh, so I got rid of the biker. Yay. I could feel yes. this huge vacancy where this relationship with money had been my whole life, but it was like water, you know, like to a fish. So I never knew it was there until I took it away. And that created a new problem. I had just gotten rid of my only relationship with money and I lived in Los Angeles. That wasn't going to last five minutes. Yeah. And I didn't want the monster to come back. So I thought, okay, I need to have a relationship with money. Who could I want so much? Who would be so wonderful that I'd be willing to have a relationship with this person, even if it was money? Not because. This is really, really important. And I'll get to that why later when I go through the steps, because I reverse engineered this into six steps later. So I asked myself this question and I immediately saw this tall, dark, handsome, romantic, sweetie, cute, slick back hair, wearing a tuxedo, carrying a bouquet of red flowers, where this image came from. I don't know, but he was so loving and safe and kind and in love with me and wanted to woo me. So I wanted to keep him. And I realized in that moment that I really had no practical experience allowing money to be with me, which is a very weird idea. But honestly, I've coached many, many clients who have never been good at making money. I've also coached many, many clients who have made millions of dollars and they're just as good, if not better, at getting rid of it. And there's a reason for that. Mm -hmm. So I realized in that moment, oh my God, this is the sweet guy who wants to be with me and I don't know how to let him be with me. So the great thing about making money a person is I asked, I asked and he answered and I asked him, what do you need from me to stay with me? 
which is a very different question than what do you need for me to love me? He loved me. That wasn't an issue. And he said, I just need you to love me and stop treating me like a monster, which felt very sweet and very fair. Mm-hmm. And I also had the sense of how I'd been breaking his heart, which is really important. We're not creating some like money, honey, fairy who's going to just go off and do everything for you. You have the body. This is your life. You have the power in this dynamic. You're the gatekeeper, not money. Mm-hmm. So he told me what he needed. Great. So what does that look like in practical terms? So we had a conversation about all the times he brought me clients who wanted to hire me and how I would freak out when they asked me what I charged. That was, that was like my old pattern mm-hmm. as if, as if my fee was some like horrible, stinky, shameful, evil thing that I didn't want anybody to notice and right. how that broke his heart. So I made a promise that next time he brought me a gift, I would say, thank you. I would mm-hmm. energetically say, say, thank you. And the punchline is, Four people hired me at double what I'd ever charged before over the next 24 hours. And they That's kept, incredible. Right? I love how quickly this can shift. It's yeah. kind of, and this was actually very, very tiny results compared to what I see these days. Uh, but anyway, so these people came, more kept coming. I started, you know, doing group programs, getting wait lists, writing books. And I've honestly made millions of dollars since then and kept millions of dollars, did not need to get rid of it, which is a pattern that I was actually just coaching a client on a few days ago. So I know we have so little time and I'm trying to like pack in 20 years. Yeah. To anybody listening or watching, just take a deep breath. Transforming your relationship with money, which is actually transforming your relationship with life because that's what money represents is too big a thing to master in 20 minutes. We all get that. Nobody expects you to nail it right here. Although I do think you might want to listen to this interview a second or third time just to get what you miss. But I also promise that I have tons and tons of resources available for you to go in slower and deeper and get what you need. So step number one, for those of you who I hope are going to do this at home, there are six steps. And the first step is uncover the root cause. And the root cause is never actually about money. No. Right? You're a coach. You understand. So for everybody who like sells a promise, change your money story, change your life, that's great marketing. Yes. And I've never seen it work because it's like change your Band-Aid doesn't change the cancer underneath. So what right. we need to do is it we need covers to- it right? We need to suck out the poison, mm-hmm. suck it up, bring it into light. This is, this is the lead. So the first step in classical alchemy is to separate the lead from the gold. It's the purification. So uncovering the root cause is the root cause of your money drama is you'll find it in what money represents because money is just made up. It doesn't, it, it's not even a real thing. It's just like a shared make-believe between human beings that one purse is worth $5 and another purse is worth 5,000, but they're bads. You know, it's, it's a shared pretend, but what it represents is very, very real. And money represents love and it represents value. Are you valued? Another word for value is worth. Are you worthy? Huge, huge, huge root cause. It represents safety. 
do you have, can you have what you need to survive, including medical care here in the US Mm -hmm. and power? Do you have power to choose your life or do you feel helpless? So anything that has ever in your life ever made you feel unloved, unworthy, unsafe or powerless, especially if it doesn't look like it's money related, that's that's where we're going to find your root cause. Mm-hmm. Accidents, injuries, eating disorders, broken hearts, parents who rejected or hurt you or teachers or friends or lovers or business partners, anything you may have done that you still feel icky, shameful about, even if it's super duper tiny, if there's energy around it, use it, use it. And it's almost like you are a lawyer building a case against life. Ah. And you want to build sort of this critical mass of ick. And so for all of my really super well-adjusted, high-functioning people who are watching this, I want you to take off your like positive, healthy hat. And, And especially my law of attraction friends, take off your law of attraction hat. You get it back later. You do, I promise. But I want you to put on wait for it. I want you to put on your victim hat here and go full out with every terrible thing that's ever been done to you or done in the world. There's so much power in this. There's like, there's a sacredness to our victim experience that tends to get stepped over. But if it happened, it has value. And now you get to use it. And I would just go to town. I don't care if any of these Stories that you have are factually true. They are emotionally true. Use them. That's where the energy is. We're lighting up your neurology. So put on the victim hat. You don't have to live with it forever, but it's going to be really useful for you on step one. Beware of thoughts like it wasn't so bad or it's worse for other people. That does not serve you here. Mm -hmm. Don't minimize. I want you to exaggerate until you have enough ick that you're ready to move on. So you do not need to re-traumatize yourself or dissociate. That's too far, dial it back. We aren't here to hurt you. It's not necessary for this to work, but you want to have a lot of really horrible energy, enough to go, whoa, and tears are like extra credit. And then you are ready to move on to step number two. Imagine there's a person, an imaginary person who is like the puppet master behind every horrible thing that has ever happened to you. This is imaginary and every horrible thing that has happened in the world. And you can throw in like ancestral historical stuff like the slave trade, like the Holocaust, like any, like the Crusades, the any, any colonization, any of that stuff, especially if it's in your family background or just in your awareness, you throw in anything, animal abuse, human trafficking, anything that climate change, anything that bothers you. And you get to put everything in this and you get to imagine there is this person who's behind all of it for the purpose of making you miserable. And not just you, this person, this monster, I call this the money monster, is going after your kids. Mm, There's the leverage. Right? So you do not want your kids growing up unloved, not valued, 
in danger and helpless. You do not want to pass on any of that to your kids. And they're inheriting a really difficult hand, right? Mm -hmm. And that is the design of this money monster. This is your relationship. I call it money, but it's actually your relationship with life and existence that we've just built this Kate's against. And now we're blaming it on this outside person. It's not you and it's not your parents, even though some parents are truly, truly monstrous. And the reason it's not you or your parents is because step number three, you are going to destroy it. It just works better. What there's, there's so much energy in saying no, especially for us women, right? Mm-hmm. And yeah. so you have a choice. Only one of you gets to survive this monster who is everything you don't want in your life experience and wants to destroy you and your kids. And while it's imaginary to your subconscious, it is truth because that is the language of the subconscious. Mm -hmm. So you have a choice. One of you gets to survive, choose yourself. And by slaying the monster, you are saying no to everything that no longer gets to remain in your life experience. Abuse, rejection, illness, fear, injustice. You You are just saying a huge energetic no, and you are going to slay it, stab it, burn it, whatever you need to do. And I know that my tribe is the love and light spiritual vegan people, right? So it's really weird for me to be saying this, but there's something very sacred about it. Like, you know, Durga, the goddess from India who slays ignorance and injustice. Uh, Archangel Michael in the West, you know, it's the same thing. You are saying, no, it's like this Monty Python moment. You shall not pass. And you slay this monster of everything you no longer accept in your life. And when it is gone, completely gone, you will know. Just check yourself energetically. When it is completely gone, you will feel different. You may feel light and expansive. I've had clients on the other side of the world say, oh, my God, the sun just came out. You may feel frightened because it's unfamiliar. That's great. Any difference is a win. That's all we're looking for. So step number three out of six, out of the way. Now we get to the fun part. There is a fun part. When the monster is gone, there is room for the opposite. In fact, all that remains when you've rejected everything that was the monster, all that remains is love. So this new relationship with money is not going to feel like cash. This new relationship with money is going to feel like love. And you now have this openness to meet a new person. And you invite this new person in. I have found from experience that a lover archetype works best. Mm -hmm. Yeah, not a cat, not a dog, not a horse, not a boat. We've tried all of them like way back in the day. But uh not a playmate, not Oprah, not Gandhi, not a child. Uh, I had a way, way, way back in the day, about 20 years ago, I had a client who, typical life coach, was like, my money, honey, is going to be a playmate and we're going to play in the sandbox. And nothing happened. Yeah. And a, a week later, she came back and she said, you know, I think I think my money, honey, is going to be Vigo Mortensen from Lord of the Rings. And within 24 hours, she made ten thousand dollars. It's like wow. the top testimonial on my uh, wall of fame on my website. So that's everything I'm sharing with you. It's it's 
been tested. So like, I'm not telling you anything that I haven't tested hundreds of times over. And I'm only sharing with you like the benefit of decades of doing this. And even now, every time I do it, I learn something new from every single person. I just had a client who was going blind from mold poisoning. So we slayed wow. her mold monster. Wow. Oh my God. She went back to the doctor for this like weird glasses that work for this neurological glasses and, and her glasses no longer work. She couldn't see anything. And it's because her eyes had improved so much after slaying her mold monster and meeting her vitality, honey, she's getting her balance back. She's getting her eyesight back. It's like, wow, that's incredible, right? I love this stuff. So you've got this new honey, I call it money because money was my, the area of life that needed my love and healing the most. Mm -hmm. But I've slayed love monsters, you know, disease monsters, success monsters, God monsters, whatever, whatever it takes, you know, we just follow wherever the client needs, where, mm -hmm. where they're going to get the best impact, whatever it is. My client, Catherine, we slayed our money monster. She was 55 years old. She was on my money goddess retreat in Bali. And two weeks after she got home from Bali, she met her husband. First husband in her life. This was 2016, six years ago. They are still blissfully head over heels in love. Oh, I love it. Because money and love are always related. I mean, it's all related. It's life. It's our relationship with life. Are we wanted? Yeah. Are we safe? Are we powerful? Mm -hmm. So. Number four, you meet your money, honey, who will feel like love. And there's something very healing and exciting about your money, honey, feeling, looking like a lover. Gender of your choice, he, she, they, it works. And then you have a conversation. That's step number five. And I encourage you to ask, what do you need from me? So you can stay with me. As the first question, you're going to be having conversations with this partner for the rest of your life. Mm -hmm. So get started. And in my experience, the response is going to be something very aspirational, like love yourself or relax, which is impossible for women or trust me or, you know, so very much in the right direction. Mm -hmm but not possible to be perfect at 24-7 for the rest of your life. So it's very, very important that step number six, we cap it off with an action, a concrete measurable action. It's like magic 101. There's always that ritual, physical activity that lets you and the universe know that something has changed that this relationship has changed, that you're committed to this new relationship. It doesn't really matter what the action is. Sometimes it's really obvious, like balance your checkbook or file your taxes or call the people who owe you money. But sometimes it's get a pedicure or go dancing. One client, a guy, yeah, I don't coach many guys, but I love, you know, I, I do coach guys. And this was back in, I think, 2006, his money, honey, wanted him to take go to Paris with his son. Oh, nice. right. Cool. Okay, and to Paris. he did. And he made $1.6 million within a month. Wow. So yeah, that I'm not saying that one causes the other, but there's something about the relationship and the action mm 
And that very often I see nothing changes until people actually take the action. And I've Mm -hmm. got the whole story of my client, Katie in Canada, whose money honey wanted her to go skating. And she didn't do it the first day and nothing changed. She didn't do it the second day. It was December. It was cold. She was trying to make money. Nothing changed. The third day, she said, okay, damn it. I'm going to keep my word. Went skating with her 10-year-old son. They had this amazing, heart-opening connection, a ton of fun. She went home and got a phone call and received $10,000 without even asking. And I have it all on recording and verified. (laughs) So step number six is take concrete, measurable action. Mm -hmm. And this is just, you know, you throw out the idea and you see how your money, honey responds and your money, honey will tell you what, what he, she, or they get excited about and you do it and you do it. If for no other reason than to be your word to demonstrate to yourself that you are worthy, you are deserving, you are trustworthy, because honestly, at the end of the day, your relationship with money is your relationship with self. Your relationship with life and existence is your relationship with self. Mm -hmm. And you are doing this for your kids. Yes. No matter what you say, (laughs) because I was a daughter (laughs) before I was a mom, whatever you say, you know that we we learn from what our parents do. Absolutely. So if you live from a place of self-respect and love and healthy boundaries, then that's what your kids will learn in their bones. Mm-hmm. And that's what we have to pass on to them. Yeah. And I think it doesn't... Um... The joy in that is incredible, but the benefit, the result, I mean, just everything about that is so abundant because you know that you've changed the legacy and you're leaving a legacy uh, that was better than what was left for you. Everything that I teach is in response to my father. He died being owed millions of dollars, left a mess for his wonderful wife. I have the best stepmother on her. And, you know, he just, he died a long, terrible death of Alzheimer's. So, you know, I love him and it breaks my heart. He was just embarrassed Mm -hmm. to ask for what he was owed. So I inherited all of his negative patterns around money. And what I've done is, you know, I broke that intergenerational pattern, Mm -hmm. which is what we're here to do for our kids. Yes. And I think also for ourselves too, because it makes our time here on this planet in this body more enjoyable and it allows us to actually live the life that we're meant to live and not continuing to feel stuck or defeated or hopeless or helpless or unworthy or unloved or unsupported or un- or not guided, whatever the case may be, and no longer taking what was projected on us, letting it go, and now being able to project something so much better out into this world. This is the life we get, right? Yes. This is, it's only ours. And funny side note is 10 years after I changed my relationship with money, I found myself teaching this and thinking in the back of my head, oh my God, this whole thing about if you're doing everything you're supposed to be doing and you aren't getting the results that you're supposed to be getting. Oh my God, that sounds like my love life. So in 2012, I slayed my love monster. 
And I had my first date with my husband on August 11, 2012. Wow. And we are 10 years later, 26 weddings deep into getting married 100 times in 100 countries. Really? His idea. Yeah. That is so fascinating. It's the same thing. And I, now I have this new theory, which may be true or not, but you know, I have this theory based on my observations that all those years that you were doing everything you were supposed to be doing and you weren't seeing the results, you were planting seeds, right? You were inviting it in, but you had this wall. And when the wall comes down, you suddenly have like this huge influx of stuff that has been building Mm -hmm. up all those years that wants to come in. And that's why it can look like a huge, like way more than you expected, expected coming in really quickly because you built up sort of this backlog of by making it safe. One of my biggest, biggest mantras is change happens at the speed of safety. Mm. If you are not seeing the results, look for what is not safe. What are you protecting yourself from? As soon as something is safe, that's when it happens. Ah, I love that. Love that mantra. So this has been, I'm just like still processing that. I'm like, yes, I'm going to have to listen again to take it all in. This has been so, so great. So insightful. Um, especially ending with the mantra, say it one more time. Change happens at the speed of safety. Change happens at the speed of safety. Yes. Yes. And so thank you so much for coming on one of a kind you and sharing not just your journey with us, but the journey that you've taken your clients on and this amazing step-by-step process to create this new financial abundance that I feel like a lot of people are struggling to create for themselves. Um, This has been such a fantastic episode with lots and lots of little gold nuggets in there and so much to take away. And your book, we will post in the show notes, the link to your book. So that's a must. So go to the show notes, click that link. I do also, I have a secret extra bonus. Like Ooh, this secret book extra has bonus. been a number one bestseller in seven countries, including a bunch of countries that don't speak English, even though it's only published in English. And <laughs> it's a hybrid of a book and a self-coaching system because that's what I wanted for myself. Mm-hmm. There is a link inside the book to a bonus audio class, because as you can tell, there's a lot of stuff that I can convey with voice that you aren't going to get from the page, Mm -hmm. but there's what you will not find on the Walmart website or the Barnes and Noble website or the Target website or the Amazon website. There's an extra download, a two and a half hour Q&A call that I did when I had my book launch, when there were thousands of people who bought the book and they were doing the process and they had questions. And that's when I'm my best. So after you buy the book, wherever you buy it, you can buy it anywhere. Come back to my website, MorganaRay.com with your receipt number, enter your name and your email address, obviously, and your receipt number. And I will send you this two and a half hour Q&A call that nobody else has access to just because you're on Kim's podcast. You're kind of in the family now. Ooh, that sounds amazing. So that way, if you have questions as you're working through, chances are your question has been already asked by someone in that Q&A call. So that's a valuable resource to be able to tap into that 
So be sure to do that. Like I said, her website will be in the show notes. The book lo- book link will be in the show notes. So um, if you if people tune in and they you know read the book or after listening to this episode, if they still have questions, um, is it okay if they reach out to you via email or on social media? Are you open for DMs or emails? The best way to reach out to me where I'll actually see it is if you go to my website there's a contact form on my website at morganaray.com. Sometimes I check social media or not. Uh, best place to reach me is my website. Okay, perfect. Also, so- also, there are hundreds of articles and videos on my blog because perfect. people ask me questions like, oh my God, that's a brilliant question. And then I'll answer it. So you'll find lots of stuff about money monsters and money honeys and other topics that may come up for you there. And I would love to hear from you, especially if something interesting happens. Yes. Send me a note and I will ask you permission to share it on my wall of fame because I love that stuff. And I love yeah. to share it because your success gives hope, inspiration, and wisdom to more people than you can imagine. Yes, the people who are waiting for their moment of success to come and feeling like it's not going to happen. And it's just them when that's not the case. So this has been great. Tap into all that she has to offer. Just go to the show notes. It's one stop, one stop clicking in the show notes. Thank you so much for being a guest. It's been a pleasure. I've thoroughly enjoyed chatting with you and hearing your journey as well as your client's journey. If you found this episode helpful, please feel free to share it with a friend because the more the merrier. Also, if you would be so sweet and kind to leave a review, it would be greatly appreciated. I read all the reviews to ensure that this podcast continues to be a place of support and guidance and really a one-stop shop for any resource that you might need as a mom or even a woman, because let's face it, ladies, we have got to stick together in this journey. So thank you so much for tuning in and I will see you next week.